Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, my friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. I think some of you probably know that recently here, I just celebrated my 56th birthday. Even saying that sounds old. I know, I know, you're thinking, you look so much younger than that, Kurt. But uh, hey, the mirror doesn't lie. I I feel 56. Uh, This mug was given to me. I'm pretty sure, uh, Jeff Adams, you gave this to me. It says this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're old. And then on the inside, it said, "That's all." See that? I'm sorry. You're old. That's all. So I thought that in honor of my recent birthday, that would be a good mug to use today. So there it is. So however old you are, I'm glad that you love the Bible, and I'm glad that you've joined us for this uh, podcast. We are completing today, Lord willing, uh, chapter number eighteen. And we've been talking about the destruction of Babylon. So in chapter 17, remember, it was religious Babylon about which we spoke. We talked about the the whore, the harlot, and the way that she had duped people, and the way that, that the beast, the Antichrist in the world system, had used religion as a way to unify one world religion to garner people's affection, attention, unity, and then discarded her. And so the destruction of the religious Babylon was the beast, but the destruction of the beast, uh, the commercial political Babylon, is the Lord at Armageddon, the great destruction of Babylon. And we've been talking about that now for the last uh, couple episodes. And today we get to the end of chapter 18, kind of heaven's view of what's happening here, heaven's view of God's prediction of destruction and vengeance upon uh, that uh, all of uh, of the, the evil of Babylon, the way that Babylon has has objectified people and has uh, used people as human pawns and has uh, discarded God and God's people and has vaunted herself and lived in the lap of luxury. What will heaven's response be? Look at verse number twenty where the Bible says, Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. So these who have been the, the victims of commercialism, the victims of the devil and his system, uh, there comes final victory, doesn't there? There comes the time of God's vengeance, God's judgment, the restitution. And the Bible says this is a time of rejoicing because vengeance truly does belong to the Lord. It's not rejoicing in the sense that I'm glad to see the destruction of another as much as it is rejoicing in the fact that God's righteousness and the God's way 
and God's people have been vindicated. So time is the great uh, friend of truth. That's a good way to say it. Time is the great friend of truth. And there's nothing that won't be made right over time. And as believers, we have to understand that our God does not inhabit time. And sometimes it seems so hard to wait. But the prediction of Scripture, the prophecy, the the value that we can place in Scripture is that God will make all things right. And even this world and its system, as it continues to snowball and get bigger and seemingly more powerful, is inevitably going to come to the bottom of that hill and crash. And God's righteousness and God's people will have been vindicated. So there's joy here in heaven. Look at verse number 21. And a mighty angel, this is a great symbol. Don't miss it. Verse 21. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. So interesting that the symbol of the destruction and then the the, the annihilation never to return of Babylon is like a millstone being cast into water. And that brings up a couple Bible allusions. First of all, I think about the text in Jeremiah chapter 51. Remember, Jeremiah was a prophet to Judah uh, during the days of Judah's apostasy. And remember the invasions of Babylon against Judah in 605 BC, the first invasion, Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, Azariah were taken captive. The second invasion of 597 BC, when a larger group of people were taken captive, including Ezekiel and many of the working class people, and um, and Jeconiah the king, the boy king. Uh, then in 587, 586 BC, the, the final invasion of Babylon, the destruction of Jerusalem. But in some of the prophetic parts of Jeremiah, Jeremiah talked about, remember a text of scripture from Jeremiah was tied to a millstone and thrown into the water as a symbol that Babylon itself would be destroyed. Babylon itself would be no more. So just as God promised the destruction of that Babylon, Uh, that had so uh, mercilessly destroyed God's people and manipulated God's people and enslaved God's people. So this Babylon, uh, the world system and Antichrist and all that it represents and its power and its wealth will be destroyed. Just as Jeremiah predicted so many years ago, 2,700 years ago, so this will happen as well. We can rest upon the assurance of God's word. And then another uh, a Bible illusion that comes to my mind when I think about a millstone, maybe it's what came to your mind when I read it a moment ago, is when Jesus was warning people that would offend the, the little ones. Remember, uh, he talked about the importance of child ministry and how children have great faith and great humility, but they're also very gullible. 
And so those that would manipulate the heart and mind of a child, it would be better that a millstone were tied about their neck and they were cast into the depths of the sea. Why? Because they have manipulated one of these who belong to God. And that, that's really what's, what the judgment is here, is it not? In, in Revelation chapter uh, 18, and that is that Antichrist in this world system, they have manipulated others. They have taken advantage of the innocent. That's why the Bible says we can rejoice, holy prophets and, and apostles, that God has vindicated. And so like a millstone being cast into the sea, uh, Babylon is gone, but God's kingdom persists. Babylon is gone, has been destroyed, but God's people live on in victory. Uh, there is the teaching. So it's a time of great victory, a time of great rejoicing. Look at verse number 22 where the Bible now describes uh, the destruction of Babylon in terms of what what is no longer in place. Look at verse number 22. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. So Babylon, all of your music, all of the the audio, uh, the audible signs of your luxury will be gone. Verse uh, number 22 again, and no craftsman or whatsoever craft he, of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. So the, all work is stopped. Uh, all the factories, all the production, all the manufacturing, it's all gone. It's done. Why? Because Babylon has been destroyed. This world system, this world economy has collapsed. It's gone. All the things people live for, all the things that brought them pride and prestige and position and luxury and all of it, gone. Look at verse number 22 again. And uh, the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. So obviously uh, a millstone signifying, you know, what, what the work that is being done, the, the food that is being ground up. Uh, the grain, the, the product of that, the bread, uh, just society, grocery stores, factories, uh, luxuries. It's all gone. It's all gone. Uh, Babylon has been destroyed and all that goes with it. Look at verse number 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. Hey, the light's gone out. The lights are out and nobody's home. Verse number 23, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. That life, does, life doesn't go on. People aren't looking forward to weddings and, and, uh, and, and graduations and, and good times. It's all done. Verse number 23, and uh, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth. It's you know, all, of, all of this is a memory. All these business leaders and the CEOs that jet around on their private jets and all of the people that have prospered so much by selling their soul to the devil and, and, and this world system and, and the, uh, the commercial Babylon and, and the Antichrist, it's all done. And the Bible says in verse 23, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. The word sorcery is such a, an interesting word in the Bible, pharmakia. Pharma, uh, we would get the word for, for drug production or drug use. Uh, 
We get our word pharmacy from this root word. By thy sorceries. You know, just as drugs today can uh, intoxicate people, can addict people, can affect their thinking, can make them do things that they would not otherwise do. So the Bible says that the sorceries of commercial Babylon, the, 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 the lust for, the addiction to fame and power and prestige and stuff and luxury and all of it, uh, they, they are deceptive. It's the deceitfulness of riches that choke the word of God, that have deceived an entire world that, are, that is now reaping the, the awful fruits of having sold its soul for, for that which can never satisfy. Verse number 24 is the last verse of our chapter. And in her, in commercial Babylon, was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. Now, what is the real legacy of a world system that feeds itself, a world system that glorifies itself, a world system that says, look at what pleasure we can provide, look at what luxuries we can afford. You know, what is the real commentary on that? The real commentary on that is the, the, the ugly underbelly of taking advantage of people of rejecting God, of rejecting that which is good and right, uh, rejecting God and and manipulating people. Remember we talked about it last episode or maybe a couple episodes ago about the slavery, the the human trafficking, the souls of men, uh, the, the disregard for righteousness and God and his people. That's the real legacy of the world in this system. And that's the real legacy of the devil who hates God, who hates God's people, and will use uh, all those empowered by him to harm the reputation of God and to destroy others. That, my friends, is the sad legacy of commercial Babylon. Now, I know we don't live in these days. I know that we're not in the Great Tribulation. But do we not see the same kinds of things today? Can we not learn from these same lessons that there's nothing in this world that satisfies? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. All that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's not of the Father. It's of the world, and the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Only one life, and so soon it will pass. Only what's done for Christ will last. Let's live for Jesus. Let's live for others. Let's live for the things that outlive us. Let's not be duped by the principle of commercial Babylon, which will ultimately and always be destroyed. I hope that helps today. We'll jump into a brand new chapter. Next episode, chapter number 19. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.